Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. I am your host, Dana Williams, and today my guests are Justice Williams, whom you are familiar with, but also Dale Akers. Dale is an associate student minister at First Colony Church of Christ. And he loves being in the lives of students and their families, as you will hear. Uh, Dale says he'll answer to Dale, Dalesky, Dalers or Dalio. Uh. (laughs) Anyone who buys Dale Whataburger is going to be his friend for life. He is husband to Emily and friend to our family. You're going to love hearing about the relationship that he and Justice have developed in this conversation. So without any further ado, let's jump into my lively conversation with Justice and Dale. Dale and Justice, welcome to Lively Conversations. I'm so glad that you're both here and that you've agreed to have this conversation because I think it's going to be a unique one for our listeners. Oh, heck yeah. Justice, why don't you introduce Dale, and then Dale, they know who Justice is, but maybe you give a little introduction of Justice. Uh, What's up? So this is Dale. Uh, He was my youth pastor, youth minister. Um, I don't know what to call y'all. They changed everything up like every day, but that's fine. (laughs) But yeah, he was kind of like my favorite person at church. He has been a mentor to me since he was on staff interning right um and like every week like twice a week I would see this guy and just want to be around him so yeah well gosh that's the best introduction I think I could ever have (laughs) (laughs) trying to bring me to tears on this podcast that's the goal (laughs) fingers crossed yeah exactly (laughs) It, it probably will happen well justice this is justice guys Justice is legitimately one of the coolest students I've ever had the pleasure of interacting with. When I first got to be his year-long intern, easily the most stylish kid that was there. <laughs> this was, this, you, were, you were in eighth grade, Justice. Oh, yeah, that was a good time. That was the a good most time. stylish kid. Uh, and all through high school, you absolutely were. Justice is definitely the life of the party. He 100%. He's very authentic and wants people around him that are also authentic and it's it's just a breath of fresh air to to find somebody who uh to have a student to interact with that just kind of knows who they are and just wants you to be real with them they don't they don't want any pretense for anything and and that's what i've really enjoyed about my relationship with justice is like i don't have to be a certain way i just have to be me to be able to interact with him and and he can just be him and and it works out great. Well, that's I yeah. Love it. Yeah. Hey mom, you're going to have to link a picture of like 8th grade me with the bow tie or something on. Oh, yes. We'll definitely throw that in the show notes. All right, so we always kind of ask a icebreaker question to get us started. So, if you had to eat a worm, how would you cook it? Ooh. Man, there was a um there was a book that I read in like 4th grade that was like worms with ketchup or something and like I've always thought that was disgusting, but I would definitely just throw ketchup on it. And then you'd eat it raw? Oh, yeah. No, because that's what the dude in the book did. Okay, okay. I don't even remember what happened. Dale, what would you do? (laughs) I would 
<laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> I would probably saute it. Like I'd, I'd throw that sucker in a cast iron skillet with some butter and thyme and garlic, get some good flavor and, and caramelization on it. Mm. I mean, at that point, wouldn't it just shrink down to nothingness? Uh, it, I mean, if you have enough of them. I mean, have you ever seen a worm out on the sidewalk? Like, it's just kind of shrunk down. I feel like that's what would happen in the pan. <laughs> we we just have to do it to find out. <laughs> All right, let's have a worm yeah. battle. A worm cooking battle. Worm For me, I'd, have to, I'd probably fry it. I don't know. Yeah. I, everything is palatable if it's fried, right? That's pretty safe. Yeah, True. that's a safe option. Yeah. Put All a right. good batter on it, deep fry it. I'm going to have to find that book now. <laughs> All right. So you guys gave us a little bit of insight, but I want you to take us way back to the beginning. Uh, what was the first time that you two remember getting to know each other? Was it like in a small group? Was it a student trip? Was it a service team? Where did this friendship begin? Dude, honestly, I don't even remember like the first day you were like at church. It's just kind of like you've always been there, if that makes sense. Like, sure. I mean, there wasn't like a specific time that I remember that's like not Dale. It's kind of like, oh, right. He came in like later in my life. Yeah, I think Dale, you arrived about the time Justice was uh, entering middle school. Is that correct? Um, no, I don't think so. Because okay. I'll be at my current position for six years this November. Okay. So someone um, in junior high. Someone get a calculator. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it was, it was like middle it was like middle to late uh justice's junior high experience okay okay yeah i, I think he was in eighth grade yeah eighth that grade. sounds about right yeah all right how to eat fried worms sorry throw that in earlier edit it chop it up oh. whatever that's the book how to eat fried worms and he puts ketchup <laughs> on them maybe that's why i wanted it fried hmm. there you interesting because i know i've read that book so subconscious uh. <laughs> that's funny dale do you remember i so i remember my first wednesday night up there and and this is where you could throw in the picture of justice with the bow tie oh, because yeah. he was in fact wearing the bow tie on wednesday, <laughs> no, on, a wednesday on a wednesday night interesting yeah. okay okay yeah i thought wednesday that was a sunday thing but it was cool. definitely a sunday i mean thing. That Wednesday night, he was right. he was bow tie. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not entirely sure why, but that's when I first remember meeting you. But the my first memory of like our friendship developing, you're in high school. It was after our Rock the Lot. Well, actually, during our Rock the Lot, Kiobasas. Uh, yeah, it was exactly. the Kiobasas. Yeah, no, for it was sure. the Kiobasas, and it was me, you, and like two other guys that were just sitting out there, and like we were talking about everything under the sun yep. like funny stuff serious stuff and everything in between and it was like these these guys are real and authentic and they're allowing me into their conversations and like i i feel like they trust me at this point which you know all the youth leaders out there can sympathize with like when you finally feel like you're trusted that's yeah. like that's a huge win yep. uh, so that was that was that moment where I felt like I was trusted and that I had I had earned the right to speak into their lives. Yeah. So you've been around for a little while at that point. And what I'm hearing you say is like this moment was kind of set up because you actually, just as I remember you being on the service team, like the team that put that event together. Uh, and so that's really cool that that was the backdrop for it. And then this was this moment of hanging out afterwards. I remember Justice coming home after that event 
and talking about what a great time he had and talking to you after the event. Honestly, so. it really just kind of happened naturally too. It wasn't like yeah, Dale forced it or anything. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, we're sitting in a circle talking about whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Super cool. Awesome. All right. So do this for us. Describe your friendship in three words. Let me find a thesaurus. I would say. A thesaurus. thesaurus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> three words that I would use for mine and Justice's friendship is authentic, deep, and I'm trying to think of a better word than fun. I'm fun thinking really fun too. Like, I go for it. I'm stealing fun. I. Yeah, fun. I mean, I I want to find a better word to describe that, but I was looking for like, it too. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. figure it out. <laughs> like fun in the truest sense. Like this is this isn't just a typical you know student minister student relationship. It's like I I enjoy being around you. I have a good time and feel fulfilled and uplifted when I'm around justice. I 100 uh, percent agree. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Justice, go yeah. for it. Your turn. So I guess I'll I'll go with fun as well, because I was thinking that. That was like the first word that came to mind. And like I don't know if there's like one specific word for it, but like it's always good conversation no matter what we're we're what we're talking about. It's always like uh deep and like it's not always meaningful, but like there's always like whenever you have a conversation with like a good friend, there's like purpose behind it if that makes sense but it's not like it has yeah. to be like serious and stuff it's just always good conversation so whatever the word for that would be okay um yeah. and then a third i mean i guess like mentor but like that's weird because like i don't feel like it's like a mentor relationship if that makes sense sure but you would say you look up to well, him. yeah like i look up to him like those aren't three words but th- that's whatever words there are for those <laughs> Yeah, those are the three words. <laughs> awesome, we'll take it. Cool. All right, so when Justice graduated last May, they gave us eight tickets to attend the graduation, and Justice has five grandparents, and so it was kind of a given that it would be Jeremy, Lexi, and me plus five grandparents. And when one of the grandparents wasn't able to attend, there was an open spot. So I asked Justice, Justice, who do you want to invite? And it. I don't even think half a second passed when he was like, Dale. Um, Okay. So you immediately chose Dale to attend your graduation. Can you tell us more about that? Like why Dale? Uh, He's just been there for me. So like, why not be there for me again in a big moment? That's awesome. So Dale, what was that like for you to be included in a moment like that? I was honestly floored. Like graduation season comes around every single year and you know, every year you have seniors that you're close to and you want to be at their graduation, but because of the area that we live in, it's, you know, limited occupancy uh, mm-hmm. most of the time and, you know, especially larger high schools. So when you texted me, Dana, and said, hey, Justice wants to invite you to the graduation, like I would, I, honored is an understatement for that mm-hmm. um, because it, it really was that moment of like, I'm being invited into this milestone moment with Justice and I'm so honored that I had the privilege to to be there for him in all the moments leading up to that. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's few few people in a student's life, parents being the main one, that that get to be there for a lot of those moments. And I was just so honored that Justice chose me for that. It was it was a very cool time. Definitely. And when he said your name, I was like, that's awesome. I really love that. And Dale, I hope that you're there for a lot more of those moments. 
that are to come. Uh, I hope so too. I plan on it. <laughs> so both of you guys, what might you say to the students and parents who are listening about how they can cultivate relationships with another trusted adult? So advice on how to cultivate relationships with another trusted adult. I, I think my advice is more towards the people that are wanting to cultivate that relationship with a student. So wanting to be that trusted adult. And the first thing that you have to, I, I firmly believe you have to understand is that respect and trust is not a given. Mm-hmm. It's earned uh, yeah. from both ends. It's earned from that student's parents. It's earned from that student themselves. So just because you have the title of student minister or you have the title of teacher or you have the title of whatever it is, coach, uh, Small group however leader. you're inter- yeah. Yeah, student however minister, you're interacting that's what with that called. student. Yeah, that <laughs> exactly. So just because that title is there doesn't mean that the respect and the trust comes with it. Right? Yeah. You have to earn, you have to earn the right to be a part of that student's life. And, and that's by being a trusted person yourself. So it, it takes time, it takes effort, and it, it takes being close to the Lord because the Lord is going to put in your life the people that he wants you to be influential with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So really trusting the Lord to do that, to form those relationships. And I've always operated under the assumption that, that I can't speak into somebody's life. I can't give opinions or thoughts unless I've earned the right to do so. And if I haven't, if I haven't shown up in other ways, like if I haven't shown up to their games, if I haven't been there for them on a weekly basis, if I haven't invested in them personally and asked them about them, then I, I haven't earned the right to to speak my opinions into their life yet. So that's why that moment when Justice was you know talking with me and I felt like our friendship really took off was so big because it's like, oh, so I, I earned that right. I did what the Lord asked me to do and I stayed consistent and now I get to have this really awesome friendship and yeah. and that's really exciting. Yeah, it's fun for me as a parent. Sorry, Justice, I will let you talk. Um, But it's fun for us (laughs) as parents because Jeremy and I have been really purposeful in looking for other adults to speak into our kids because we know that there come times and there have come times when our kids are, they're going through something or they're dealing with something and they don't necessarily want to come to us. And so we've always had our eye out for people like you, Dale, who we know will point them in the right direction. So yeah, I think that that trust is a huge piece of it. What would you say, Justice? So I was actually going to flip the question in the exact same way in like the student minister and how like what they should do. I mean, honestly, he hit all the key points that I was thinking. The, the, the relationships that I see succeed normally happen naturally, meaning like the minister shouldn't force it. And I guess the same goes for parents as well, where the parents shouldn't force an mm-hmm. adult, like a trusted adult onto a kid. Because, like, if the kid and that trusted adult or whatever aren't able to be around each other as friends, like, you're not going to get anywhere with that relationship. You're not going to be able to speak into the kid's life. It doesn't matter what you do or what you say. Like, if you're not friends, like, you have no influence on the other person's life. Um, And, I mean, maybe that's not true for everybody. That's true for me. So, I'm hearing you say it needs to be definitely collaborative like the kid for sure has a say in this it's not just you and you right yeah and i mean like in my opinion i think 
I don't know if the parents should like step in all that much. Like they should be there. They should be present. They should ask questions, but they shouldn't be forcing the adult onto the kid because that's not that's not how relationships work. Relationships shouldn't be forced. Should be like enjoyed, I guess. It, like if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, it definitely does. And I guess maybe for parents of younger kids, it's just making sure that they have the opportunity for that consistency for a friendship to build. Uh, yeah, meeting having them. somebody around. Yeah, like take them to the events that the that the youth ministry is putting on, uh, you know, so that they can build those kind of relationships. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. That proximity is great word. The biggest conduit of relationship, and you know, if you're spending time around them, if you're in the same spaces on a consistent basis, then relationships do form, um, and you know, that's, that's even true of like, I'm finding out in my adult friendships, like the adults that I want to be friends with, if I'm not around them on a consistent basis, that friendship doesn't take off. Like I would even want it to. So there could be great intention behind wanting a friendship to build and, and grow and do things like that. But, you know, if there's not proximity on a consistent basis, it can just kind of fizzle out. Yeah. So We've got trust and we've got proximity. I think those are great building blocks for this. Yeah. Anything else? I feel like I might've cut somebody off somewhere in there. Oh (laughs) yeah. Dale said um, about me, like be authentic around me and like, I'll, I'll respect you or something. I don't remember your exact words, but like the authenticity is such a important factor into being someone's mentor, friend, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's you, like you need the authenticity for the relationship to be real, right? Definitely. And I, Justice, I think your generation, in particular, is really good at sniffing out inauthentic actions and people and motives. Because like, we're used to Instagram crap. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like you, you live in a day and age where there's so much fake. Yeah. And everything and is you filtered. value authentic. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing that I was gonna say earlier that I just had a thought of, you know, encouraging advice for people who want to be trusted adults in a student's life. Like there has to be a solid boundary in there Mm. that the student and their parent knows that if something is said that needs to be reported, it will be. And, you know, like there's, there's not just free reign to say anything and everything you want. Like there's a knowledge from the student to the trusted adult, to the parents that, if there's anything said there that the parent really needs to know, you know, even if it's outside the bounds of anything that's going to harm you or harm someone else, even if it's for like, Hey, justice, like I think your parents need to be roped in onto this because this is what I'm seeing. And this is what's for your overall good. Let's go talk to your parents together. Yeah. Like there has to be that understanding and that boundary that, that there are certain things that do get reported back to parents. I think that's a part of earning the parents' trust is that they know that adult is looking out for their kid the way that they would. Definitely. So so being able to hold that boundary of there are certain things that do have to go back to your folks. Mm-hmm. There will be encouragement all along the way to loop your parents in on some of these conversations. But that there there are things you can just talk to me about that you don't necessarily have to. And that's where that that trust relationship with parent and trusted adult comes in is, you know, they're okay with their kids sharing some things with that trusted adult that they won't share with their parents because 
they they need an outlet for that. Definitely. I'm so glad you said that. All right. So as we get ready to wrap up here, we always ask, well, actually, we don't always ask this because it's a new way of asking, but I'm going to give you three blanks. So fill in the blank because the show is Lively Conversations. For me today, blank is life. You just say three different things. So for example, you might say online gaming with friends is life. Um, today, uh, one of my blanks is going to be the show Community is life. Okay. Oh, I think I've watched, solid. yeah, very good show. I think I've watched um, two whole seasons in a, the course of about two or three days. Wow. And they're long seasons too. Definition of binge watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just be working at my computer or something, watching the show, because it's like a really easy show to watch, and you don't have to like get real in depth with it. And it's funny, so love Um, it. I mean, honestly, over the whole quarantine, like work has been life. I'm able to work pretty much without any contact with anybody, so I don't really have to worry Mm -hmm. about too much. So work has been life, for better or worse. (laughs) Oh, and my third uh, life bringing thing is probably breakfast tacos because i've been getting breakfast tacos pretty much every single day before work at bucky's nice that and a bang Mm. energy i guess that's four bang (laughs) gives me life (laughs) i think that's the second (laughs) time you brought up bucky's on the podcast this month so you're welcome everybody from texas bucky's you can sponsor us bucky's is so good i'm i'm a fan i would say my three that are giving me life. Coffee is definitely giving me life. You've always right been now. a coffee guy. Dale and I Love used to work coffee. together, and I remember that was one of my first memories of Dale was him bringing in it. You brought in your own coffee pot, and yep. you roasted some like really dark coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had oh, this coffee man. from. I had this coffee from Buena Vista, Colorado, where I grew up. That it's roasted at the roastery there, and then the coffee beans are aged in bourbon barrels from a local distillery so it's bourbon barrel coffee and it was oh my gosh it was the most amazing thing ever super strong Um, you don't have access to this anymore do you (laughs) oh yeah i do for sure all right we might be having coffee at your house sometime soon (laughs) i can get you back no worries let's go um the second thing that's given me life is video games like that's in my moments where i do have some downtime and I don't have responsibilities during the day, especially during quarantine. Like I can just kind of put on my headset and, and tune out the loop for about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's nice just to be able to kind of lose myself in that for a little bit yeah. and, and forget that there's craziness in the world for a moment. And then barbecue oh. is giving me life. I've been, I've been barbecuing a lot of stuff during this time and figuring out my smoker and best practices for it and stuff like that. So I've actually got a pork shoulder on the smoker right now Ooh. that we're having for dinner tonight. Yum. So sounds delicious. That's these are very, that's very, very life giving things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paul wrote a letter to Timothy. Paul had invested a lot of time and energy and mentoring Timothy. And he wanted to leave him with some advice about what to do with that huge investment. You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss as a family. Who is somebody who has invested in you? And what could you do to grow that relationship? 
Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Let's get it. Love y'all. See y'all. That's cute. Let's get it. All right. Sweet.